What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the show. Another edition, another episode. I am your host, Charles, alongside with Todd and John. This is Intentional Dangerfield. Fellas, it's great to be back. Yes, it is. Coming off of the last podcast episode, big podcast for us mm-hmm. with uh, Dave Freeman. Yeah. Um, moving forward, how was everybody's holiday? Uh, it was good, man. Um, I didn't get to cook and stuff as as much as we used to. Uh, been a little busy, but this was good. Mine's was good. Ate a lot. Um, also gained four pounds. <laughs> Had to go to the gym and work it off, but you know what? It was cool. That's what's up. Over the holiday break, man, there was a couple things that really stuck out. Um, just going to graze over because I'm I'm not suited to educate at this point. We need to get somebody on the podcast. But Bitcoin has went bananas, oh, and it went bananas again today. Wow. Um, I actually saw a link of Worldstar of people talking about this, and it's crazy because we were just having a conversation about we were. this. And you was educating me, and man, bam! As soon as I get home, I get off of work, I look at World Star, and the first thing on World Star is this guy talking about Bitcoin should be illegal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, come on now! Only way it should be illegal is because it's replacing fiat money. It's 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 actually going to be it's actually backed by something like how currency is supposed to be done. Mm-hmm. The dollar, the the pound, these type of currencies are not backed by anything any longer. They used to be backed by silver, gold, that type of thing. Now they're just paper receipts, and that's what wow. they were initially. You were be, you were supposed to be able to go back to the bank and withdraw that amount of gold or silver. Mm-hmm. Well, they figured it out that they didn't have to have that much you know, of uh, the gold or silver on hand because people wasn't coming back to withdraw it at that amount. Right. So they just kept issuing more money with a, with these other currencies, with these cryptocurrencies, which is a Bitcoin. Those are backed by a value again, just like a gold piece is. It is mined from computers and it's a physical, actual object. Mm hmm. So I don't know because I, I I think it's a great idea. I mean, I remember you was telling me that it was a guy that um, put twenty five thousand dollars in there, and now his Bitcoin currency is crazy. Yeah, I I don't know <laughs> if anybody else listens to or follows Gary Vanderchuk, and that's who I was speaking on. Mm-hmm. He said, you know, probably early on at the beginning of the thing, he put in twenty five thousand dollars, and he said. You know, his Coinbase, which is a Bitcoin wallet, which is an app on mm-hmm. your phone or mm-hmm. your, your desktop. He said, it's crazy. If, if I showed you that, you would faint. Let me ask you this, Charles, because I, I know you're great with numbers. Um, Don't tell that lie. What, <laughs> what do you think his Bitcoin value look like right now? To be honest, I mean, it's, it's like you said, it's measurable. I don't have the increase, you know, in my Chart. mind, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm just speculating. He's definitely probably multi-millionaire double. Man, digit. that's crazy. And how long did it take him to get that? I would say in the last five years at the most. Dude, three, this probably man, three. audience, man, we, we got to get on this. So <laughs> just in general, if you do not know what Bitcoin is, do some research any spare time that you have, try to understand it. It's not going anywhere. It's going to be here. So try to figure it out. And like I said, we got to get somebody in here. Oh, to, yeah, we to got to. About it. We got to. We're <laughs> searching. Other things that was happening that stuck out in my mind. Ridiculous amount of people being brought up on allegations of sexual harassment. Uh-oh, yeah. <laughs> but you know what? I think these things has been been going around, just being brought to the light, you know? Well, sure, they've been going around because how long ago was it when Bill Cosby was brought up? <laughs> yeah, or Bill Clinton. 
I man, it, that happens. Well, obviously, it's been happening because these are old stories, and, right? Mm-hmm. You know, allegations. They're not talking about this happened last week. So, I wonder what the cause is now. I mean, I, I, is it just more people coming out, or or that's probably got something to do with it? Or do you think it's a money thing? It could be a. It just depends on the situation. Mm-hmm. For example. It's kind of interesting that Bill Cosby gets his shows taken off the network. Mm-hmm. He gets sued. Right. You know, he gets charged for these these allegations. Right. Mm-hmm. Matt Lauer, Charlie Rose, Bill O'Reilly, <laughs> Harvey Weinstein. These gats, these gats just get fired. Mm-hmm. They have nothing been, else? What else has happened? This is true. They they're not going to court. They're just being removed from work. You you can't come back here any longer. Wow. You can't get money around here. But you can live. You just can't work here. Just we're, can't work here. We're disassociating ourselves with you because what they're saying about you, we don't feel is beneficial any longer for with this partnership. So you go do you and we're gonna do us. But that has nothing to do with court. Right. I think what they did with Bill's Cosby was just crazy how they blew it up. And it seems like, is it Matt Loff? How how you say his last name? Matt Lauer. Matt Lauer. Um, I remember seeing him on Good Morning America watching him, you know, growing up because my grandmother used to watch him all the time on, you know, is it NBC? And, um, you know, it sounds like they're trying to put on a hush mode. But... Um, you know TMZ. I don't know how they get their their videos. They're they, everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. I mean, they just pop out of the truck. Hey, how you doing? You know, um, they I, they actually got a clip of him. Um, I guess when they was in the studio, I don't know. They was trying to set up, and he told some girl. He said, "Well, hey, you know, keep bending over." You know, it looks good like he that. Did he did not say <laughs> yeah, that. They showed that on the news this morning. Right. No, I mean, he did not say that. <laughs> and, you know, it's funny because, you know, this should be big. I mean, this should be big, bigger this, than what it is. I don't know. This is pretty big. I, I, I feel mean, like yeah. they're trying to keep it on the hush a little bit. You know, Bill Cosby, it was everywhere. You know, it was everywhere. But he was the Lone Ranger at the time. Mm. At that present time, I mean, of course, I think Bill O'Reilly might have been. He, I think he was after Bill, Bill Cosby. Either oh, he was way, after Bill Cosby. Yeah. Mm. Either way, at that moment in time, Bill Cosby was isolated, and there wasn't any other talk of sexual deviancies in Hollywood. But everybody knows the unspoken stories that are told. Right. right. Plus, Bill Bill Cosby is a. Uh, Icon. Oh yeah. Like he's he's I mean, he more was really the family guy. Oh yeah. And you know, the family father. Even though these guys are news anchors and, and people that you see every evening or once a week in your home, mm-hmm. Bill Cosby was a different level of oh, yeah. person that you've watched on TV. He was like your your dad. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. He was the, the father of America for a minute, you know what I mean? So <laughs> that's what changes the the, the dynamic with him and mm-hmm. them. But I mean, they said Matt Lauer had a button on his desk that would lock the door from the inside. <laughs> Mind you, I, that's pretty dope. <laughs> if you're not a creep and a deviant, that's that's smooth. It, it's so, it's so definitely smooth. I would control the uh, curtains and the lights and everything. <laughs> yes. So wait a minute. He had a button underneath his desk that locked you in his room. Click click. Wow. You're not going anywhere now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm crazy, the captain man. now. I'm the captain. <laughs> that that is crazy, that, man. But you know what, man? That is like some creepy stuff, man. That, that's that's creepy. really that's really creepy, you know. I mean, but wait a minute, who installed this? Like the easy button, you know? Just <laughs> who? What did you need that installed for, man? I'm just saying that's. That's pretty smooth. It is smooth. I mean, it is. It but is. like who at, thinks of that? At a at a place of business. Dude, that's crazy. Bro. I mean, I guess you you do 
I mean, you could be usable. It's usable for sure, but it's smooth. I mean, for what? I mean, what is he? You 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 want to keep something unless in there. he gets he might <laughs> get dressed in there. Oh, that too. But I don't know what kind of movies he. I'm, I really don't know what type of guy he is. But if he watches movies similar to the ones that I watch, you might be at your desk. And you might see something coming towards you that you need to hold up for a minute. Uh, right. Uh, it might turn into a situation that's like I am legend. Back up. I need separation to think for a second, but I can't come to the door right now. Okay. So we're going to keep you back there about twenty paces, <laughs> and we're going to go to the vault. <laughs> oh shoot! That, you know, that's just crazy to think about. He had a button on, and how long do people know this? A long time. People's known it. <laughs> No doubt about it. He was he was bogus. Oh yeah. When people know about your sexual misconduct around the workplace, oh yeah. It's a problem. It is a very problem. And you don't take sexual harassment tests at work. But you know what? No. No. <laughs> you know what? And I hate to say this, but if he was a black guy, he would have been gone. Well, did you follow where I was going? Mm-hmm. With the opening of all that. Right. I mean, there's a common theme right there. They asked my man to step down from Congress. I can't remember his name right now. Older, older black guy. Mm-hmm. What's my man's name? Roy Moore. He's still in the hunt. He's still in the race. They said he was dating 16-year-olds. Wow. This I, I just... Who makes it okay? Because even like... Uh, and and this is not anything to do with, you know, what we've been talking about. But like, even like Charlie Sheen. Oh man! When like he knowingly had AIDS, and he was getting other girls. He was boys going wild. <laughs> yeah, and, but then they were like, "Poor Charlie, what are we talking about?" If the, the spin doctors were at work. How is it poor Charlie? And you know, I mean, this, this is crazy to me crazy. because anybody in a local area is running around. Oh, I got the, I got the burner on me. Man, y'all better stay away from Charlie. <laughs> he's gonna go to. He's gone, right? For life. So what are we talking about? How? Who spins it? I mean, we man, whoever is spinning the uh, the ones and twos is uh, the best DJ I've ever heard. Believe it. They, they've been doing this for a long time, and they control everything anyway. Right. But so just, they know how to maneuver and, and manipulate. And people be like, you know what? It, poor, poor Charlie. But this what, is messed up. What but even them- if they don't even say that, just hearing that on TV, you just get dismissive of it. Right. But what gives them the mind to think things like that? Like what what goes on through like you're successful, you got all the money in the world, you probably got this big old mansion. Like, why are you doing things like this? Honestly, man, I mean, not to follow a conspiracy theory path that I might have been on a, a couple moments before. Mm-hmm. Man, they're all the wildest stories are told about Vegas and Hollywood. These guys work in Hollywood. But why at work? You got so much money, you can just buy. Because that is because you know. there's there's a a blurring there's a blurred line between the two in that industry. Mm. For sure, for sure. That's yeah. just crazy, man. I mean, because you're always working, because you're always around agents, and those are, that's how deals are made. You bump into somebody potentially, and you might be a strike up a conversation about some work Mm -hmm. or hey such and such i want you to meet such and such yep that's how that happens all the time at parties Mm -hmm. and at events and you're put in the situations where there's alcohol and it's a party environment and there's people that are old there's people that are really young but you don't know how old or young anybody is exactly. because it's Hollywood <laughs> and it's not a a real job. It's talent, acting, and 
opinion on this person looks right for my project. Right. Mm-hmm. So when you get into a cherry picking system, this type of it breeds this type of activity. Right. Because they control the power because there's nothing holding them to picking you. They don't have to administer to any specific rules. Mm-hmm. They're making films. Right. They're making commercials. Right. They're making music. They're defining everything that they need for what they want to do. Yeah. So you're at the mercy of that at these industries. So, man, they were saying it wasn't unfamiliar to see nine-year-olds at parties with grown-ups. Man, that's crazy. Sometimes there'll be parents with them. A lot of times there wouldn't. And not all of them would have parents in that scenario. It'd just be like, for example, I think it was, slips in my mind if it was Corey Haim or Corey Feldman. One of them is mm-hmm. dead. The other one was on another show last week. It wasn't Ellen. Skin slips in my mind. But he was on a show last week mm-hmm. talking about this. And he was saying it wasn't unfamiliar to see nine-year-old kids drinking at parties with grown-ups. That's and crazy. For man. example, if there was 25 kids there, five of them had their parents. That just shows how corrupt that whole system is, man. And how c- it could be. Mm-hmm. Right. That's crazy, man. Huh. So, man, yeah, I didn't. Because I, and it, it, that's the same guy that was um, saying something about his brother or one of his close friends was going through it, too. Because they were both guys that were sexually assaulted or you know what I'm saying is that is this the same guy that was talking about that and he he in his childhood it happened to him but you know now he's grown up I'm not sure okay because if yeah. I'm not mistaken you know I mean that happens even in the R&B in, in you know oh, industry you know what I mean um there was a case with Trey Songs and Kiki Palmer. Have y'all heard about that? I haven't. Um, well, I guess that they found her hiding in the closet at one of his parties. And they said that she was having this big old nervous breakdown. She claims that he was shooting a video right then and there and she didn't want to be in the video. And he was peer pressuring her to do things that she didn't want to do. So she went and hide because she felt threatened. Oh, man, it was big. This was big. I didn't know that. <laughs> so I just feel like every, you know, in all type of high success like that, you know what I mean, on that type of level, that stuff goes on all the time. It does. You know? So next question is, is there a timetable for a, a victim to come out and say they've been harassed or assaulted? Man, that's deep. Just because I I know some close people that have actually been in that situation, uh, I think it's different for for each individual that goes through that because something that traumatic, if it's real, because you got a lot of people faking too, you know, but if it's real, um, it just depends because sometimes they try to swallow that into a place and never let it come out. And then, you know, eventually it's got to come out. It's got to come to a head. But like how far they're taking this? Because I mean, to me, my opinion is, you know, how are you being sexual harassed? Are you counted as somebody saying, Hey, that skirt looks nice on you or somebody saying, Hey, you look nice today. Or is you really being touched in an inappropriate way? You know, I feel like if it's that way, then you need to bring it out right then and there, you know, don't just wait a year later to bring it out. You know, it needs to be exposed right then and there, you know, cause it's going to continue to keep happening if you don't. I mean, both everything is right in mm-hmm. this situation because the whole thing is wrong. Like like Todd was saying, of course, you know, people try to internalize it and compartmentalize it and delete it. Mm-hmm. And fortunately for me, nothing has happened in my life where I've had to do anything like that. Right. So I, you know, I feel for anybody that does or that's had this happen. Mm-hmm. So with that, you know, I mean, 
they have to do what they have to do. And if it takes a decade and then other people come out and that begins to empower you, then, I mean, it is what it is. It is right, what it right. is. But this, you know, you always got somebody messing that up, too, because, you know, even when Bill Cosby, uh, people, you know, the, the whoever the, the lady that was that first came out with it, and then you got other people coming out with it. Then you got Janice Dickinson. She was terrible. I don't believe her. And, and nobody if you guys be- believe her. Sorry, I don't agree with you. I don't believe she, her. Nobody believed her. When I she, I saw the interview on uh, E Entertainment. Mm-hmm. The person who was interviewing on her about that was looking at her like, "Man, get your bean burrito head up out of here," because it was just over the top. So mm-hmm. you know, you always got somebody messing it up. You know, always somebody she crying. Was, she was balling. She should have told sooner if she was crying as much as she was man, putting don't on. Don't tell me she oh, was man. putting on a grandma. Oh, she was acting oh. like it happened <laughs> a, a few minutes ago. Yes, wow. and not on. Every time you seen her talk about it, probably a handful of times, but she was destroyed over it. But, but isn't it amazing what people do for money? She and she, I, I don't. I hope she wasn't doing it for money because mm-hmm. it seemed like she was only doing it for attention. You know, because she was the uh, that goes the first. hand in hand in that industry. Oh yeah, but um, stop it. She she definitely needs to stop it. But you know what? I got a good question. I know this is kind of a little off topic. Um, we're talking about crying. Um, I'm pretty sure you heard about the Tyree thing, have you? Of him crying about right. his daughter and different things like that, and then him kidnapping Michael. Is it Blackson or whatever his last name is? What do you think? I mean, it's did he kidnap him? No, I don't think what? he did that. But how do you? Would he? He say that it's these medications that got him having a nervous breakdown. You know, do you? And then you hear about him in the argument between The Rock and him himself, because I guess you know right now The Rock is the biggest Hollywood actor. Right now, who would get into an argument with The Rock right now is <laughs> beyond me. <laughs> I don't want to get rock bottom, but <laughs> I'm not but, getting rock bottom. You know, bottom. it's just it's just funny because all this stuff is going on. He's mad at The Rock because I guess Fast and Too Furious want to do a spinoff with just him, just The Rock, and he feels like, okay, you're cutting into my money. We are family. This is the Fast and Too Furious family. You know, you shouldn't be doing this. But right now, if you haven't known, Kevin Hart and The Rock is the biggest actors right now. Word on the street is that the actors are all lined up for movies for them. And if they don't respond, nothing moves in Hollywood. Wait a minute, though. Tyreek or Tyrese? kidnap somebody or or well, what i don't even know <laughs> what is happening well this is know, the benefits of not having cable to me i, I kind of felt like come oh, on oh you man. don't get this on cable i mean <laughs> there's nothing on cable you you two <laughs> you know you tyree is, so is at a level yeah. where you know you at a level where you can't do some things you know some things you just don't steep down to and i feel like he's you know he's doing this whole thing where he's telling these directors he got 48 hours or something of uncut footage of just him with a story or acting, whatever. But anyway, he made this skit that he kidnapped the comedian, Michael, what's his last? Blacksman. Blacksman. And he got him in his drawers. This dude is no shirt on. He's just in his drawers wrapped up in a cover or whatever he want to put. He And he got his security guard rubbing baby oil all over him and stuff like that. And I'm just like, come on, man. So he made it just like a, a spoof of like, this is right. what happened to y'all. But y'all no, my man, my man even went farther than that. Because you know, boy roasted him. <laughs> he was like, we, we, we don't want you no more. We trading you. Because you know he got the, the, right, right, right. the Nigerian... <laughs> on him he got the nigerian on him but this this makes it even worse i mean i thought that was the end of it you know tmz always there they called him out at the shopping center and he still got this man kidnapped oh this is this is so this is a game i, I don't know what it is I, and that's what i'm saying this you know i'm just like 
is he setting something up? You know, is he trying to get attention? Trying to build momentum for something. You know, what what is going on? Like, you're too big for this. I don't you know? know. I mean, actually, what if it is that, first of all, what was he talking about? 13 racks? 13,000? 13, 13,000. A month? A month. For, for child support? What more do you want from me? That's whew, that's pretty steep. I might be crying. <laughs> I am crying. First of all, but it wouldn't be on social media. No. It wouldn't. I it mean, wouldn't I would go cry in my big old house, you know? And I, I don't feel like it's nothing wrong with him crying because, I mean... On social media, you know, on so on social media yeah, yes, about yeah. this, but yeah. it's like, come on now, you you're too big for this, man. But you I know? think you know what I mean. I he might be coming from a place also where, like, he knows what's what's the guy that died out of the franchise. Was it um, Paul? Paul Walker. Walker. Uh-huh. Yeah, Paul Walker. He knows him personally, so he might feel like that franchise belongs to mm-hmm. Paul Walker and Vin Diesel right. and these original guys and here comes The Rock out of left field and takes the whole thing and they just go with a whole new direction with him mm-hmm. it's the 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 cost of the game right he can't do nothing about that he's not this these are not his movies mm-hmm. i think they just need to stop making them period <laughs> i agree they've been okay but that's the thing with movies. To me, right now, where I'm, the place that I'm at right now in my life, the ninety percent of the movies are what you just said. Mm-hmm. I'm not entertained in the least bit. Right. Mm-hmm. It's unfortunately because I did I did like Fast and the Furious one oh, and Fast two. Fast Furious one was good and two was good. Was that you the know. one with Lil Chris on that one? Was he on yeah, that one? Uh, was that I don't Tokyo know. I don't know. Like no, but Tokyo I know. Was three, wasn't it? Yeah. Was three? I know okay. Tyrese, though, wasn't for sure. He was in, in two. two. Yeah. But um, I don't think he was in the first one, though. He was not. Yeah. No. But now, and this is just a personal opinion. Everybody has their own. You know, obviously, people love Fast and the Furious. I'm not really. The, I don't. You know, it's a movie that I will watch now. On DVD, mm-hmm. I'm not going to the movie theater to watch Fast and the Furious any longer because they <laughs> how many? It's nine of them. Yes, it is. Uh, it's uh, nine I, of them. I, I mean, uh, I, I might be exaggerating, but it seems like there's nine, eight or nine because I think the wow. one he they they had to use his brother to finish the Paul Walker's brother to finish the movie off was seven for sure. Right. Yeah. And there might've been one after that. Mm -hmm. And then now there's another, yeah, because there's the, the prison break scene. Right. With the rock. So there's definitely eight of them. Yeah. So, and I'm about to, you know, they're going to come out with, they got to go to 10. You got to go to 10. It's going to be phone. Did it's going to (laughs) be fast and the furious X. Yeah. That's what it's going to be. Now I ain't gonna lie, I, you know I saw the one with the Rock, and that fighting scene where he was in jail, that was dope. It's dope. That's that what I'm dope. saying. They're not bad, mm-hmm. but I'm not excited because y'all told me they y'all released it. Exactly. I'm not excited like I waited till it came out. I'm not excited like uh, going to see like a Marvel movie or something like mm-hmm. that. Like I get pretty crunk. And, and speaking of that, I did see that uh, Infinity War trailer came out. Yesterday, two days ago. How was that? The boy Thanos. He's not. He's not playing around with cats. He's coming out. <laughs> really about to destroy Earthlings. Now, did another one just come out? The was it the Justice League? One? I seen Justice. I League. heard it wasn't that good. I personally didn't think it was the best. I it mm. wasn't. It wasn't what I expected. Because I heard it was some confrontation between the ending or something like that. Hey, let's I, check out that Infinity War. I, I, I don't know. And this is out now? No, nah, this is just a trailer. It's mm-hmm. probably going to come out in 2025. <laughs> <laughs> Mm. 
Mark Ruffalo is the best Hulk. He's the best. Oh, yeah. man. But you Eric know. Banner and Ed Norton wasn't bad, but he wasn't the Hulk. He wasn't the I Hulk. I like the Hulk new haircut he got. I think it kind of gave him some swag, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Sleek. Yeah. <laughs> this look. You see how he be lot. talking to y'all. <laughs> That's my boy. Oh, no. They, they got the wormhole open. Pretty Tony, man, he makes an excellent Iron Man. Loki, oh yeah, uh-oh. uh-oh. Look, look at him. Nah, who the, who that is? Don't tell me Thanos. that's um. He come, he, he ran in your spot like. <laughs> He's looking for jewelry. Was that Aquaman? No. Oh man, that looks dope, man. Oh, I'm going to see it. That's my boy. Oh, stolen. <laughs> Get out of here, boy. With the rings on. Why it look like Lord of the Rings right there? It's 2018. Battling in Middle Earth. Hey, anytime you're battling in Middle Earth, you got to have both sides attack each other. Now, is my boy Superman going to be on there? No. Oh, man. No, he's, that's DC. Because, see, I'm a big Superman fan. I love Superman. Didn't he die? He I, died. But did you he know, come back for is the... the He's back in the Justice League, right? He's back. But I think in yeah. that movie in the coffin, you saw it was like the dirt was rumbling on right. the coffin. I think, you know, I don't he know. He never was dead. Yeah. No. I don't know what that meant. Somebody just knocked his lights out. <laughs> he was <quick>. chilling. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, like Floyd Mayweather, he's just going to punch his lights out. Lights out. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, man. Uh, last night, me and my wife... We went out and uh, I don't like going to like plays. I don't know why. Mm, like musical plays? Musical plays. I'll fall asleep on them. There? I usually do. At the theater? I you usually fall asleep? I will fall asleep. I usually I fall, do. I will fall asleep at the movies. Oh, I've done. I've been there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I, and I did. I, 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 uh, I went, my wife won some free, uh, she got some free tickets, and it was uh, to Motown, the musical. Where, where was that at? It was at the Sangman Auditorium. Okay. Nice facility that I always forget about here in Springfield. It's like, uh, I never think about it until I get in there, I'm like, man, we got a pretty nice facility here. Uh-huh. Right. But uh, went there, and I'm kind of, I got an attitude. You know, because I'm like, man, I don't want to. I hate going to. I don't like going to musicals. Don't be in mid sentence. Hey, what's going on? What are you doing? Well, I'll tell you what I'm doing. Her, her. No, I can't. You're not talking to me like that. I can't stand it. But uh, this was about Motown music. So the singing was actual old songs like. Marvin Gaye, Mercy, mm. me, Mercy, Mercy Me. Uh-huh. It's about Barry Gordy uh, creating a label and Diana Ross. And, you wow. know, I actually enjoyed myself. And, uh, you know, I know my wife, she really enjoyed myself. But what shocked me the most, and, you know, I'm not a racist whatsoever. Mm-hmm. But when I went in there, I've never seen so many older white people mm. they were in there and i mean getting up standing ovations and i'm like my gosh I, how many people you think was there oh it had to be capacity was it packed house it wasn't packed house but i'd say about 15 to 2000 oh, at wow. least it was it was almost oh, yeah. packed but and very respectable in there. Oh, definitely. Mm-hmm. And we, you know, it was it was packed enough where we had to park in the dorms. 
Okay, yeah. So there wasn't any parking. You wasn't going to just park. And, and there's a fair amount. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, man, really good time. I, I wasn't expecting it because I, I just don't like, you know, singing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, but I really did enjoy myself. My wife enjoyed herself. If you ever get a chance to see it, I would say it's a definitely it's definitely worth the money to take you and one of your uh, significant others uh, to go see. So it's a nice time, nice little place to uh, do an event, huh? Oh yeah, it oh, sounds yeah. dope. I mean, it really does. It know? is now something. I'm thinking when you said. Um, a play or something. I'm thinking like the play of you like cats like that. Oh, you know yeah. that's something I would. But music, oh, I love music. I, yeah, I would have stayed up for that. Oh, it was good, yeah. man. It like they really. Uh, now was the people singing there? Who? Like the crowd? You mean? Oh, the crowd. Mm-hmm. They had the crowd. Everything singing. Was you oh, singing? Man. I didn't sing. <laughs> was your wife? My wife was sitting mm-hmm. the whole time over there. Did, rocking. did you do the mashed potato, man? Huh? Did you do the mashed potato? No, I didn't do the mashed potato, but my wife was over. They was kicking it. Everybody in there was kicking it. It was a party in there. Oh, and then, you know, they get the crowd involved. People, you know, sing this song with us. I'm were jealous that you didn't invite me, man. Well, like I said, it was free. Because if it wasn't, it'd be rough. Yeah, you said them tickets was mighty healthy. Oh, uh, them them tickets ain't no joke. Man, How much you think them tickets was? Man. Hundred bucks a piece. Buck twenty five, buck fifty. I mean, you talking Motown? But it's not actually Motown. It's just people covering. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but you know what? A lot of them old, a lot of old people probably pay that because that's that was their oh, time. They lo- you know oh, what I mean? Man, they loved it. Like, mm-hmm. and I and I didn't realize. I had to realize that it was their time. You know, I will too. You you, you mean to tell me if I'm fifty five years old and they come through with a bad boy musical and there's <laughs> there's old 90s hip hop mm-hmm. at the uh, the auditorium. I ain't going to go. I'm going. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's what was so funny, though, man. We me and my wife was talking about that. Like, well, what what when ha- what's going to happen when we get older? Is it going to be cats out there playing Tupac and Busta Rhymes? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be cats out there dabbing. I, do you, <laughs> they will. Do you think that is... The greatest era of music? I think that's the greatest era of rap music. Well, I'm, and I'm not rap. I'm just talking about in Motown. Oh, I thought... We is is that the okay. greatest era of, of music? What rules are we, are we defining that by? Because if we're talking about sales, then it's not. No, but no, no. But they're no. up there. They I'm talking pioneers. about making you feel... Good, like making you feel some type of way. Is that the greatest? It might be one of the most purest times of music where mm-hmm. it was actually talent. Well, there's still there's talent. There's been talent. Right. But the music might not have been geared in a way. It might have just been authentically geared that way from the artist. Right. Not the machine of the the industry, not mm-hmm. the industry, the company. I, they, of course, they probably had direction. And oh yeah, all that. Oh, yeah. But obviously, if you watch the movies, they don't. They just know talent when they see it, right? And they're grooming them for the business that they run. But they're not like, hey man, you need to write this and that. No, right? The and that's like that's that's today. And, and mm. But also back then, there's a couple other things that were neglecting to talk about they were making music Mm -hmm. that's what i'm talking about Mm -hmm. yes then if you were talking about making music where there's a band a person singing or a person playing the piano Mm -hmm. a saxophone and a guitar and singing yes yes well i mean just look at yourself you know you're young yourself that that was way before your time. Oh yeah, and we're still talking about. And that's what that's you know. what I'm. That's <laughs> because I'm like, man. Even if you're into rap, and you know, especially these like fifteen, sixteen year olds now. Mm-hmm. Even my thirteen year old, when they hear something like that, 
they gotta respect it. Like mm-hmm. it's like a classic thing is undeniable, right? A a, a crispy white sh- dress shirt with a tie is always respectable anywhere you're going to go. Mm-hmm. Some things are undeniable. When you hear people's voice that aren't even professional and they sing and it sends that emotion or chill in your body, that's a real emotion. That's talent. Right. When you see that, when you know what that looks like and you see it, it doesn't matter what time you see it, you know what it is. Right, right. I just think it's amazing how music um, bring people together. I mean, at that time, you know, they had the black and white thing where they uh, separate them, but they'd be in the same building. But it was time the Temptations would sing, and they tore the barrier down. They just started dancing with each other. And because, you know, music brings people together. So at that time, I, man, I mean, it's just amazing, you know, what they had to go through, you know, to get to now. And that's why we're still talking about them now. And, and, Listeners, that was what Motown was all about last night. So if you ever, if they come to your city or uh, anywhere near you, it's definitely uh, something that everybody can enjoy. That's dope, man. Everything that you just said, that was it last night. (laughs) It was a good time. I was shocked, and I'm one to watch... Terminator 2 and love it. I love the bad guys. Thanos was the boy. But Motown was definitely a good uh it was a good time, so I would definitely How long was the show? It was, it started probably about seven. It was about ten thirty. So three and a half hours. With a little what, twenty five, twenty minute intermission. Yep. So it was definitely worth the time, man. And um, I'd go, I'd go again. And and that's saying something because I'm telling you, I hate musicals. But I tell you, dude, you do some remarkable things that I wish I could do with my wife. That you know, I see them and it just slips in my mind, and then it's gone, and I never really address it. You went to, um, wasn't it like some Asian Shin Yun? Yeah. Yes. How was that? Wow. It was good. It wasn't, um, you know, it didn't hit me like Motown because, you know, the of course, music. different cultures. and Definitely everything. different cultures, but um, it was, it was good. I mean, it was, it was still good. Um, it wasn't something that I really moved me, but I know it moved people. What was they doing? Uh, it, it, I mean, it's like, um, it's kind of like a dance slash orchestra. And they definitely go over their culture and the history of how they were brought up. Things that I didn't know. Right. Like, this, you know, them people have the same struggles we do. Is You know, maybe not with, um, you know, racism, but mm-hmm. definitely uh, lower class versus the elite. Mm-hmm. You know, people were... Uh, and, and, and definitely like, um, you know people going against the government and and that your people would get beaten in the streets and uh for doing certain things things that are not fair to get beat for and <clears throat> you know it it was definitely uh opened my eyes up to the rest of the world wow. that you know they're not the only ones that or we're not the only ones that go through you know trials and tribulations mm-hmm. they've definitely gone through that as well so uh it opened my eyes and and they travel everywhere too um definitely a good watch for me it wasn't the you know biggest thing but i know my wife enjoyed it and sometimes you just gotta you gotta do that for for the wife oh yeah because they don't we don't experience stuff like that every day When's the last time you went to something like that? Man, I've never went to anything. Exactly. Like that. I I have I didn't go to that stuff until I got older. Mm-hmm. You know, twenty one, twenty two. I'm never going to anything like that. But you know, sometimes, especially if you got a wife, sometimes you gotta, just like Dave was talking about last week. Sometimes you gotta take him to some stuff that is, oh yeah, way different, 
and they're going to have a blast just because you're like, mm-hmm. you're wow. Exactly. It's I've never been to a ballet, you know, or anything exactly. like that. You're spending a different level of time and and experience with them, and, and they enjoy that, and so do you. Right, right, and you enjoy seeing them. It's just something you wouldn't think you to do or you didn't think you would feel this way doing mm-hmm. exactly like you know and i ain't trying to get all mushy oh, no, or nothing, no, no. but you know there'd be times where i'd look at her having fun i'm like man that's what's right, up you know right. she, she's having a great time this is exactly what she needs after a hard day's work and i ain't even God, really man. do nothing <laughs> i ain't cook i ain't do nothing i just took you here and so good. <laughs> <laughs> He's a great guy, man. Yeah, man. I mean, you know, I never went to anything like that. And and I wouldn't and you're you're a little younger than <laughs> us, so I don't I don't expect you to have uh-huh. done that, but because I definitely wouldn't have been. <laughs> no. Sure ain't no way. There's but you, no but way. you know what what inspires me? Um, you know, I didn't end up going to um anything like that, but tonight was just a humbling experience for me. Um and that makes a point. Your wife is your why. You know what I mean? That's your why, why you wake up in the morning. You know, why you do the things that you do. You know, um, my why is, is my grandmother. Um, what was so humbling, um, something told me to go over there and check on her. And um, my grandmother, she's a strong woman. Um, she's also my first love. That's the first woman I ever loved. My grandmother took care of me. And... Um, Man, I went over there and she was just down. Um, my grandmother is a strong woman. My grandmother lost my father. She lost another daughter that she had and my my auntie has um, cancer right now and she's battling with that. And um, I went over there and just to talk to her and just to see my grandmother struggling. That's why I train so hard and do what I'm doing. Um, every single time I feel down or every single time I feel in um, a position where I want to quit, I think of my grandmother. Um, and she was going through so much, but me just coming over there and giving her encouragement and just telling her, Grandma, I love you. You know, Grandma, it's going to be all right. You know, Grandma, you can make it. You're strong. And just reminding her the times when I used to get in trouble at school and she used to come and bail me out. You know, just bring happiness to her. And Man, I feel so empowered right now, so motivated, so ready to just take on any task because today was hard for me. Um, It seemed like a lot of people was coming at me with so many different things. Um, It was a couple of times I had to talk to you, Charles, to gain Mm -hmm. some energy. And, um, you know, seeing my grandma today and talking to her remind me of why I'm here and why I'm doing this. And that's great because a lot of times people just go about their day-to-day, their regular everyday life with no plan or thought put into it. Okay, I'm going to get up. I got to go to work and what's on tonight? Empire's on tonight and we're going to eat tacos and, and that's it. Right. No. Like you said, I'm going to go check on my grandma. You know, you thought about somebody else outside of what you had to do or what you didn't have to do today. Point being, she's somebody special to you. So you take those steps anyway. So she's going to come across your mind that day. Mm -hmm. You're going to go ahead and, and have something to do. The point is you need to have goals and things in place you you're trying to take care of something right so you're following up with that Mm -hmm. you have to have a plan and system in place to have something to do have something to reach for because if you don't have nothing to do you'll just be chilling doing Mm -hmm. nothing that's cool time to time but you can't do that for very long and and that's what i'm saying that's that's what gives me strength man because after this podcast i'm going over to jefferson middle school I'm going to put up 200, 300 shots right after this. Mm -hmm. Um, And people look at me crazy when I tell them my workout schedule and how I train. 
my grandmother's give me strength. My grandmother is on Section 8, man. My grandmother never been on Section 8 in her whole entire life. My grandmother gave up her own house that was bought and paid for to have my auntie living to this day. If she didn't cash in her house, my grandmother couldn't afford the treatment for her to survive today. Doctors have given, given up on my auntie and said she wasn't going to make it. Just give her a comfortable place. Let her sit there and die, basically. And we're a family. We're a praying family. Um, and we was like, no, that's not it. The devil is a lot. Got a question for you. Does, you, did you, does your grandma have private insurance or insurance? Or uh, not your not your grandma, but your aunt. You know what's so crazy? Um, she was trying to get insurance, mm-hmm. and what the stage she's at, the insurance company wouldn't even take her. See, I because I, I'm kind of going through that. I'm kind of glad you brought that mm-hmm. up because, uh, you know, it's amazing to me how. If you don't have insurance, how how much, how different you're treated. And as a person, you know, everybody expects when you go to the hospital, you're going to get the help that you need. You're going to get the care that you need to be able to either a move on or, you know, uh, be healed Mm-hmm. You know, and, and so you can live a regular life again, and get back to what you're doing. But, you know, I've I've been in both situations where you don't have it, any insurance. Like I, I, there was a time I went in sick for three days and I thought, man, I'm I don't get sick. I had fever, whatever. And he might have been right. Cool. But I went in there, I had no insurance, and he's like, it took, takes 20 minutes to get in there, and um, immediately he's like, oh, I talked to the nurse, You uh, sounds like you got the flu, go take some Tylenol. Oh yeah, they treat you <laughs> totally different, that's how they did me. And, it's, and, it, and we're done. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what? And, and, and so, like, even with my wife... She had um, her first, you know, had the first child and she didn't have insurance. You got to get up out of here. Yeah. You you got you, you to gotta <laughs> go. As soon as you have this baby, it's time to go. So the next day she had to go. Now we had my son. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, we got insurance. Mm-hmm. How many days do you want to stay? <laughs> It's like, well, what what are we talking about? And I'm going through the same thing because uh, my my grandmother, she's actually not doing well. She's actually in hospice right Mm -hmm. now. And she doesn't have insurance. So we decided to pull, you know, pull the plug Mm -hmm. is um, take the oxygen out. Mm hmm. She survived. You know, she's still going. Man, and it's been great. for like two two weeks, going on three weeks Man. that this has been happening. So, uh, you know, now, since she doesn't have insurance, you know, she's just sleeping. She's mm-hmm. breathing. She's doing fine. She's going good. Well, now, it's, well, we don't, you know, all the things that they're saying is true, but it's... I don't. I just don't believe that it is to the magnitude that they're saying that these things are happening mm-hmm. because now it's well, let's pull the feeding tube. Wow! And it's like pull the feeding tube. She's breathing on her own. Just you know, if she was going to go, then that's fine. But now you're going to pull the feeding tube. That that's the suggestion, and you're going to give. Reason, reasoning and season that story up to the point where you're probably going to be influenced to, yeah, let's let's pull the feeding tube. Mm-hmm. But this is the thing. This is what I, I, I think needs to happen because um, on that 
if something were to happen to her on that death certificate, it's not going to say starvation on there. Right. It's it's going to say all the problems that she was in there for, mm-hmm. but she, really she's not dying from the problems that uh, they put her in for. She's dying from starvation. Why? And why would they, you know, and I know they won't do that because mm-hmm. they don't want to be held accountable, but right. you're assigning legal documentation and it's like, oh, well, you guys are not even being held accountable for that. Mm-hmm. And it's like this life that you guys are supposed to be saving or you're supposed to be getting through. And, and not just with my grandma, but how many times does this happen? You know, well, that's mm-hmm. a lot of the argument with social health care and what we have now in America the difference between, you know, going to Canada where everyone, like we're saying, is treated with the the illness, not the pocketbook. Mm-hmm. Well, the argument here is, well, you wait longer times to be seen and all that. Well, I don't know, but they say that you don't wait that long. You know, everything's, you know, pretty much good to go. Right. With socialized health care right. where everybody in the country has health care. You can go to the doctor and be treated. You can mm-hmm. go to the emergency room and be treated without being asked, do you have insurance? Right, right. And it's like, you got, I know it's a billion dollar industry, but mm-hmm. where does the line come to, you You know, this person's going to die. Like, how do you even look in the mirror at yourself? Right. It's like, because, you know, we leave it up in the air. You know, we don't know what God has planned. Mm -hmm. And, you know, because doctors are wrong. They're humans too. But it's like, we're only doing this because Mm -hmm. she don't have no money that's coming. You know, that's the only reason why this is coming up and it happens. I, you know, it's happened to me mm-hmm. multiple times. Now I'm getting to see it, unfortunately, at, you know, close to the end of, you know, my grandma's life. Mm-hmm. And it's like, man, how many times do you guys do this? How many times do you... <clears throat> put something on a death certificate mm-hmm. and it, and it's not even what that, what that is, is for. You know, it, it, it's not uh, the reason of death. And see, and, and that's why they done my auntie the same way. But, you know, luckily she's strong. She's been fighting and we've been there for her. Right. But that's where the focus come in at, man, um, with me. Because I have so many people, it seemed like today, you know, just coming at me. But at the same time, I'm dealing with real issues over here. You know, right here, this is the focus because I got to make it for my family. Mm-hmm. If I don't make it, my family's going to fall. Mm-hmm. If I don't make it, my family's not going to eat. Because there's nobody else, man, in my family trying to do something on a bigger level. You know what I mean? So what I'm focused on, I'm focused on me getting the task done, accomplishing these goals so I can take care of my family. So my family just won't be in society relying on the system to help them where I can be able to come out of pocket, get them to top health. And then I can be able to create me a health care or something for the world or other folks. That's how it should be. But man, that's my motivation in the morning. Every 5 a.m. I get up every morning. I don't want to get up, but I get up. I stand on my feet. I say, grandma, we're going to get this. Mm. And I'm, and I'm telling you, and it works every single time. It's like empowerment to me. It's like a, 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 a power switch for me. And then when I'm seeing other people in my ear and saying little things, man, I don't. It doesn't phase me because you know what? I know what the focus is. You're you're not the focus. I care less what you're saying right now. Mm-hmm. But my tunnel vision is on a totally different level where I can't see you. Only thing I see is my goal, my family, 
and and successful what I'm trying to do. And we gotta have a tunnel vision. You gotta have a tunnel vision. Yeah, what you tell me about the tunnel vision the other day? <laughs> Man, um, we talked about so much. It was so what? It was so uh uh, what did you say about it? It was so my tunnel vision is so man. We talked about some. I remember we talked about the um, uh, you know, if there's any Naruto fans out there, we talked about <laughs> we talked about the Itachi, um, you know, about that's my boy, the visual powers. And and one of the things me and um, Charles was talking about. That's my was, boy. Um, you know, it's it's you know, it's big Naruto fans out there. I know you probably watched when um, he was fighting um, Akash, um, K- um Was it Kakashi? Uh, Kakashi? Yeah, Kakashi. That's it's my boy. Kakashi on the lake. And um, man, you know, it's um, he put him. You know, he has a shotgun gun, and he put him in a trance. And the man was literally pent to the cross, and it was like a thousand Tachis at once, and they was all stabbing them all at once. Well, make a long story short is when um, Kakashi got out of the trance, he looked at, you know, um, Rock Lee's um, teacher. What's his name? I can't think of his Guy name. Sensei. Guy Sensei, or That's they call him boy. the Beast. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, he looked at Guy Sensei. He said, man, how long was I in there? Was I in there for days? And um, Kakashi was like, um, um, Guy Sensei was like, no, you was only in there for two minutes. And, you know, right there, Charles, I said, Charles, I don't even know why I'm telling you that. What did that mean? And Charles, what did you tell me? I don't remember right now. You said this. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I remember. And this is what he told me. He said, man, you know what that means? I said, what that means? He said, don't fight your way oh, out yeah, of the yeah, room. Yeah, yeah. But what what we should do, Charles? Don't fight your way out of your out of the room. Think your way out. Man. And so I don't said, be the wow. bull in the China store. <laughs> Just figure out how to get open the door. Yep. You ain't gotta knock everything down to get out of here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just walk straight over there. Turn the door. Walk out of there. Yeah. And that and that's what I'm doing now. You know, that's what I'm doing. I'm I'm thinking my way out of the room still fighting my way out of the room because man we we gotta have a tunnel vision man i mean if you don't you know you gotta create one some type of way you know floor mayweather is an excellent example of that you know he told lil wayne in the backstage you know that's what i was talking about oh yeah he told lil wayne in the backstage he said um lil wayne was like man how do you stay focused and floor mayweather was like you know I stay focused because I have a tunnel vision. My tunnel vision is crazy. That's what my he tunnel said, vision is crazy. He said, he said, <laughs> I've been here before, but my tunnel vision is crazy. Even though the crowd is chanting, even though people are talking, even though the lights are bright, even though that, you know, my opponent is talking, I don't see none of them. All I see is the goal that task, me accomplishing it and me leaving out of the arena. And, and, and you look at him, he's 50 and old for a reason. Um, and it's crazy because um what's his name? Um um McGregor. Not McGregor, the the guy that was supposed to be the next floor mayor, um Adrian Broner. Adrian Broner. Um, you know, he came in there, he got a fight in two weeks, he got a pop belly, man. And he's out here partying, kicking it with Lil Wayne. And Lil Wayne told him, he was like, Man, why are you here? You got a fight in two weeks. And that's a prime example of not having a tunnel vision. If you look at him, I think that's when he was fighting Madonna and Madonna knocked him out. Yeah, Madonna was going to knock him out. You know, exactly. Broner's not that cold. But when you don't have a tunnel vision, man, you don't have no foundation because anybody can get in your way. And that goes hand in hand, especially with Broner. He he's above average. He's 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 decent. Right, he is a sellable fight. That's why he's always been present right. because he is a personality. He's he's similar to a Floyd. I think he's a prime example of hard work beat talent because he's very talented. I mean, don't get me for wrong, for sure. But and that's what all Madonna. Mm-hmm. He, he he's from another country. He's mm-hmm. out over here grinding, grinding. Exactly. <laughs> he's, he doesn't even know what dude's talking about. Exactly. <laughs> fight him for sure. So all said and done to wrap it up, 
Just get you a shine gun, man. Get your shine gun on, man. Get your tunnel vision on, man. man. Get you a crazy tunnel vision game. Straight up. Hey, because my boy. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. What, what's the next stage of it? It's a shine gun. And then what's what's the next one? Uh, um, the Mar- 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 Mariokin shine gun no, or something the, like the that. The Mangeku. Mangeku. And, hey. and, and then he got a move, too, where the man, he will set you on fire. And the flames will be, you'll be lit and you can't put them out, man, until you burn to crisp. Boy. Till you burn. How many people lost arms from him doing that, man? Oh, you're going to lose something. Nations <laughs> lost their, their, their navel. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Hey. hey, even though the blood may come out of the eye because, you know, when he uses it, his blood, you know, the, eye, the blood runs out. Everybody cries, man. Amen. But you know what, man? It's the, about you standing strong. You the know? punk said, while fam was being crucified on the cross, <laughs> and he wasn't even, he wasn't even, uh, <laughs> he didn't even move. Fam, he just had a hun- thousands of himself coming man. up to him and poking him. <laughs> With a with hey, the katana hey, blade, wow. man, and the punk. This he had the nerve to say to do. This is <laughs> the most. <laughs> we'll break anyone in a moment where somebody's stabbing you one by one and not kill you. The punk said. Uh, it's best not to be optimistic in this point. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because see, he thought that it was a um, what do you call it? Um, he thought it was just a visual. It was just in his mind. He's like, this is in my mind. This is not real. He said, no. There's <laughs> no breaking out of this. This is the real thing. The <laughs> hey, man, that's... But the I man, can't. he's so serious. You can't fight him by looking at his eyes. You can't look at his eyes. You got to read his feet. That, what, what did the guy say? He said... Kakashi, don't look in his eye. Kakashi, he already Kakashi looked at his eye when he arrived, and he caught Kakashi just like that. So before they even got into it or any, he already had Kakashi because he already. And once you look at it, look at him in his eye, he got you for eternity. He can do it anytime he wants to. So you really have to fight this guy by looking at hey his man, feet, man. Skip fam, that's my boy. But no. <laughs> man, if, hey. if, if he's your boy, I don't trust you. Uh-uh. You better because get he can make me see things. Dude. There's there's a chicken plate. There's a plate of chicken right there. It's, <laughs> but you're actually in real life putting your hand next to the toaster. Dude, put your hand in there. He made his enemies respect him. Because remember the shark guy that was with him. He 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 tried to double cross them. They said that I remember when they teamed up. <laughs> I remember when they teamed up. They was like, you know, don't team. You know, put put uh, Tachi with this guy because he kills everybody that he teams up with. And he tried to kill Atachi, and Atachi he saw himself kill Atachi, and he he was happy. He's getting and Atachi peered behind him and was like, "Did you really think that you just killed me?" Like, Did you? No. no. <laughs> hey. But man, Naruto fans, you know, hey, and get that's, you, that's, get you a Tachi. You know, that's what I'm gonna say to all the haters. Mm-hmm. It's best not to be optimistic. <laughs> Very powerful words. Very powerful words. Uh, we're quoting Itachi. <laughs>